Hello everyone. Welcome to this new episode of Node. Today I bring to you a guest who has worked in the hotel industry and now she's an entrepreneur, founder of her own luxury soap making company, Wild Himalayan Soap. Before we begin talking to her, let us briefly go through the scope and the future of the hotel industry in India. The hotel industry is a crucial part of the hospitality industry with huge growth potential. In fact, it has been seen that hotel management is not just a good career option but also teaches living etiquette. According to World Travel and Tourism Council, the tourism generated in 2018 was around 9.2% of India's GDP. However, the COVID pandemic actually devastated the industry. We are still speculating that the tourism and travel industry is going to rise up and it's going to reach up to 512 billion US dollars and it is going to provide around 53 million jobs so today we have a guest from this field who is the founder of wild himalayan soap company so over to you ms shalini we would actually like to know about your company and about you hi everyone my name is shalini and uh, i am the founder of wild himalayan soap company and uh, before i started this company uh, i was working with the hotel industry but alongside this a side business that i was doing and while i experimented with this this is during the covid uh, period uh, the company is that it's called wild himalayan soap company because we use wild himalayan herbs that we get back in the himalayas where i am from and we make oil infusions with these herbs and include these infused oils mm-hmm. in the soap mm-hmm. the infused oils are there in a bottle for six weeks so that all the benefits of the herbs mm-hmm. they are released in the oil and then that oil is then used in making the soap. Okay. So this is what I started doing uh, mm-hmm. July last year in 2021 mm-hmm. and then from then onwards uh, every day is a new learning and the company is growing slowly. Wow, that's great Shalini. Uh, Shalini, I would like to know another thing here. that uh, what manpower do you have right now is it the local artisans that you have or you have a company completely how how is it working i get my herbs from uh, the local so uh, i did a research last year after i left my job i researched about the herbs that we can actually use in making the soap and then yeah there are locals that help me get the herbs okay and then uh, there are also my parents who are also they help they also play a big part in this because they are the ones who are there in back in my hometown right now right right and they are the ones who supply the raw materials mm-hmm. and i am currently in goa because the market in goa especially during the season time this is a place where i could market my products mm-hmm. and uh, i made a lot of contacts with her so the mm-hmm. marketing of the product happened over so because so because okay. of that i i realized that goa is one place where i can actually market this product and the best way to market a product Mm-hmm. Especially a product like mine, where you know you need to smell the product, you need to see it, and you, sh- you can feel the product and mm-hmm. know what is different about the product. And so the best way to market this would be, um, you know, face to face, where you can actually meet the makers and okay. uh, the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. That is what really helps me. Okay, so what I can gather from the information right now that you are handling the operations, you are doing the R and D, you are handling the logistics, the marketing, 
and a lot of whole other things right so you are completely handling the company on your own is that right right lot of skills right <laughs> great okay. okay so guys i must tell you another thing that uh, shalini has actually done a bachelor's in hotel management from welcome group graduate school of hotel administration in manipal university so basically studying a bachelor's in a hotel management so what did you exactly learn there and how did you you know uh, instill those things in your company so uh, in a working in a hotel and especially when you do a bachelor's you get to know about the different departments that are there in in a hotel otherwise what we normally as a layman would think that okay to run a hotel you need a housekeeping there is reception and there is the restaurant Mm-hmm. there is much more in hotel management that you get to learn you get Absolutely. to learn mm-hmm. you know you have to learn accounts so there are statistics and you know how to plan a budget of a hotel okay so uh, initially you know the first year of learning in a hotel you end up working in five hotels and these hotels are huge so there are 200 plus rooms there are some hotels which have 555 rooms and 1000 rooms So there are these master hotels which need even the smallest thing needs like a separate department to function. Like mm-hmm. you know, there is house, there is a housekeeping department, but then in the housekeeping department we will have a florist who okay. will take care of all the flowers in the hotel, and then there is a laundry department which takes care of the laundry. Oh wow! And then the ironing. Then there is a tailor who will you know take care of all stitching the upholstery. And then there are these uh, room service guys who will do the you know cleaning of the room. And then there is the public area who does the cleaning of the lobby and the restaurant and all the all the public areas. Okay. So you know, initially when I was joining, it was a very um, I also thought that you know it's just a few things. But then when I started studying, I realized that there is housekeeping, there is engineering, there is sales, there is HR. There is front office, there is kitchen, there is restaurant service, and there is so there is so much to it. Right, absolutely. Because even you know we are very intrigued by these luxury hotels and all, and the exclusivity that they provide. But what we look at is like just the hotel manager or the chef or the bartender or the housekeeping staff or the kitchen staff who's around. We don't really know that what all does the hotel or the hotel industry actually has. Exactly. So there is so much more to it, and you know it. Even after you you do hotel management, it's like you become an all-rounder because you have a knowledge of everything. Okay. You because it teach you in all these four years that I studied in the hotel management program, I had to study, or uh, I had to study computers, I had to study engineering, sales, and then there was uh, uh, budgeting, mm-hmm. and there was human resources. Mm-hmm. By the end of uh, graduating, you become a master of all the subjects. Okay. You, know, you know how the hotel. You basically get to know how the hotel functions. Mm-hmm. So even after doing hotel management, mm-hmm. there are so many fly bashes that uh, you know did not get placed in hotels, but then they got placed in other segments. That they, like you know they got placed in retail. Okay. There are so many. Let's say that that station one, the shop or store. Mm-hmm. And there is the pantry rooms now, and there are all. And in the cities now, there are uh, these office spaces mm-hmm. that needs to be managed. Those buildings need to be managed. Mm-hmm. 
So there are so many of my bachelors who are working there now mm-hmm. because everything needs management. So yeah, we did study hotel management, but mm-hmm. if you see, hotel management is you know you're managing a hotel. Okay. It's like you're managing a building and you're managing people. So the same thing can be done mm-hmm. in retail. That mm-hmm. also let's say a mall. Mm-hmm. That mall has to be managed. There are people mm-hmm. there. You have guests there. And then you have PT, you have employees there, and the building remains the same. Everything remains the same in the building. And then mm-hmm. there are these office, office spaces as well. So mm-hmm. you will have clients, mm-hmm. and then you will also have your employees, and then you have to manage that building. Correct. Yeah, there are these uh, huge hospitals as well now that need management, like mm-hmm. the Medanta in Gurgaon. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so like the housekeeping over there was managed by one of my college seniors. <laughs> so it's not only the hotel management, it's not only limited to hotels. Okay, okay. But this makes you an all-rounder. It just makes you a manager. You would learn how to manage things. So basically, can we say that instead of hotel industry, it's like a hospitality sector that teaches management? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Okay, okay. Okay, you know, uh, right now you told me that uh, you learn so much in uh, in a bachelor's uh, class. That brings actually that uh, I wanted to ask two questions here. So one is, yes. I have heard that after class ten also people can like children can enroll for hotel management. So what kind of jobs do they get if they go after class ten, or is it true that uh, can they apply in the hotel industry after class ten? After class ten, they can apply as an apprentice. Okay. So their apprentice is uh, like a training, mm-hmm. the first level of how you start. Okay. But then it is very important that you know you do your grad, you complete your schooling, okay. you do a graduation, and mm-hmm. then you move, and then you move up the ladder. Because what happens is, yes, you will join as an apprentice. You may get a basic salary of let's say ten thousand rupees a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after a certain point. Mm-hmm. Oh, when there is, it is time for you to, you know, get that promotion. You may not get that promotion because you have not graduated. And the people who have graduated have done hotel management. Correct, correct. Not only hotel management, any other graduation also, mm-hmm. you may get the promotion. So the starting level is often apprentice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically yeah. they can't move beyond that. Then after that, after exactly. a certain level, okay. After a certain level, they will not be able to move. Beyond, this is what most types of hotels do. That you have to be, uh, you have to be a graduate to move up the ladder. Correct, correct. Okay, another question that brings that like boy, that is actually coming in my mind right now. What is the importance of doing a masters in hotel management when you've already learned everything in the bachelor's degree? So, what is the importance of doing masters in it? So, some of them uh, they do masters in it because they want to learn more about. The management skills, mm-hmm. focusing on the management skills. Mm-hmm. So when you do hotel management, it is more of managing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You get to know about managing a little, little things about different departments. Mm-hmm. But when they do a master's, it's mostly focusing on specialization. Yeah, specialization okay. Okay. in budgeting mm-hmm. and the cost and how to basically build a business out of it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and mostly those people go for that who mm-hmm. already have, you know, hotels running, mm-hmm. and they want to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. 
So a uh, lot of my bachelors who already had hotels, they went in for a master's okay. in hotel management because they wanted to take their business uh, to another level. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, we could. Working with them, you don't really need. A, yeah, it is a platform that you have a hotel management degree. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also come across people in hotels uh, who are very interested in and learn their interest in hotels mm-hmm. after they have graduated. So they also get employed. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. But yes, the, the preference is for the people who have done with their management or graduation. Correct, correct. Uh, so what are the skills? Because right now you said that uh, your colleagues and all have been employed in companies like Shopperstop or Pantaloons. So what are the skills that these companies particularly look at? Or what are the skills taught to you in a management school, in, a, uh, in the hotel management school? So the first thing, you know, is grooming. Okay. That is very, very important because mm-hmm. what you see first is mm-hmm. what you remember. Okay. Right? And as soon as you enter a hotel, what do you see? You, you see, yes, the hotel is clean, but when you meet the first person who's there and if that person has, let's say, a shirt which is very shabby, not ironed, not crisp, Mm-hmm. And the shoes are not polished. What impression do you get about the hotel? A bad impression, obviously. What we call these days vibes. So I think exactly. And and the same person, uh, if that person's shoes are shiny, I'm not talking about new shoes or new shirt. I think just whatever you're wearing, unless it is well polished, correct. If it is crisp, it gives a very different appeal. So this mm-hmm. is a grooming that is very important. Mm-hmm. And then we also oh, we also had. Yeah, we studied English throughout school, but then we also have like English class. <laughs> and uh, where they teach us what is the proper way to form a sentence, and there are so many things that you know we've been saying it, and <laughs> that is the Indianized way of, uh, you know, how we change English into an Indianized version of English. Okay. So they teach you proper sentences, and they teach you how to uh, write a proper email, <laughs> how to address how to address yes they teach you etiquette what you mentioned earlier okay the basic etiquette okay right okay so that is very important and the way you carry yourself is very important Mm -hmm. how you think is important so English is also very important because obviously you have people coming out from various backgrounds so obviously it's like a global language so I think it's compulsory somewhat so that uh, yes. the front desk or the ground for people at least can communicate in that language. Exactly. And that is the one language which is spoken by uh, most of the people around the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is uh, that is there. And we also teach uh, French because a lot of, uh, like the food that we study in the hotel industry, uh, it comes from France. Okay. So okay. which is why we teach us French as well. And uh, also because... There are a lot of wine studies that we do. Mm-hmm. Wine. Mm-hmm. Which is why it becomes easier when they do French. So also, uh, in hotels, because they teach you about wine mm-hmm. and they teach you about alcohol, there are many uh, there are many opportunities in that segment as well because there are 
vineyards in uh, India as well. Like there is Surya, Kula vineyards, there is Krishna. <laughs> so there are people that I know in Hotel Management and they've gone in the segment of studying about wine further and becoming wine familiars. So that is one career option that, uh, you know, hoteliers go forward in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ashanti, I'm just curious to know what subjects did you choose in your class 11th? So, uh, like, what was your stream of subjects? It is uh, commerce. Okay. So, you had economics, commerce, accounts, and business studies subjects, right? So, you studied from St. Mary's Nainthal, right? Yes, I So, uh, during that time, if you can recall, like, what was the thought behind choosing commerce or you were good at it or maybe your parents said or maybe, you know, you had your peers taking commerce. So, what was the reason taking those subjects? So, I wanted to study, um, I wanted, I was really interested in economics. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to study economics and then alongside, I knew that I wanted to do something in business studies because... Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are into uh, business. Okay. So which is why I was always more interested in the business side. Mm-hmm. And uh, not the, you know, there are two options that we got. We got either into science or into uh, the business studies. Okay. So then I chose uh, economic commerce account because mm-hmm. I was more interested in the business side. Mm-hmm. Though I did not know what I wanted to do then. <laughs> okay. I this is something that I want to study and I'm interested in this, so mm-hmm. I'll go ahead with this. And there was no pressure for my parents that mm-hmm. you, know, you should study, you should take science. Because most parents or even my bachelor's have this pressure that, you know, you know, study science. But when I see now all of those bachelors, you know, who who took science uh, very few of them are doing something in the field of science. Correct, correct, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it is better to choose what you want to do, what you think you want to go ahead with. Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, but don't you think it becomes really difficult for a child to choose as in, out of just those three streams and which are like clustered together? So, isn't it difficult for a child to just select one because they don't know what their life is going to be ahead or what they're going to like for a long term? So how do you think a child should be, you know, deciding on what streams to choose now and how is it going to impact in the future? Only if they know, like, at that point in time, we didn't have a career counseling option. Mm-hmm. But now that there are many options of career counseling, like mm-hmm. Grandi provides, mm-hmm. so with that, uh, you will get to know what is what are the options that I have, what are the things that, you know, my skills Mm-hmm. can um, match my interests or my skills Good. and polish to become what I want to become, what I want to do in life. Right. In life. <laughs> so only if we had options, uh, it would have been really helpful. <laughs> but now that we have that option and we have many more subjects and many more uh, options of choosing different subjects, mm-hmm. yes, definitely, I think in about by class 9, 10, they should have like a career counseling so that they know what subjects they should choose in mm-hmm. class 11 or 12. So they, un- they should understand, okay, because after class 12, actually, and class 12 itself, they mm-hmm. start applying, by the end of the year, they start applying for colleges. Mm-hmm. So that will give them a clearer picture. Correct, correct. So, Shani, there's another thing. Uh, so, what do you think, hypothetically, if after class 12, when you went for your college, let's say graduation, if you would have chosen like a BCom honors in economics or something to do with business studies, 
So how would that have changed your life or do you think you should, you still would have been here only where you are right now? Yes, I probably would have been here. Had I uh, not done hotel management, hotel management has, uh, I mean, it has helped me a lot because I get to, I got to learn about a lot of uh, the management, mm-hmm. the management part. And then I worked in hotels, I worked with a lot of people mm-hmm. and I made a lot of contacts. Okay. Which is very important. Yeah, which is very important if you are going to run your own business, your contacts are important because Okay. And more will you get to learn a lot of things through networking. So that's again a very good experience. Exactly. That's a very good experience. So had I done BCom honors, I don't know what I would, I seriously wouldn't have known. Probably mm-hmm. I would have thought oh, after I've done BCom, I should do MCom and then mm-hmm. probably get a job in, I don't know, maybe a bank or something because that's what most people do. They do. Become and come and then apply to these banking exams. People are not even aware that after economics or business studies, after taking those subjects, also what else could be done? Exactly, and most of things that we should go for is okay, become and come, okay, apply for banking. Correct, correct. That's what, yeah, if only there was awareness of what are the career options that are there. Mm-hmm. So much that is there now, but mm-hmm. yeah, awareness is something that uh, everybody needs, and there is something that uh, anything and everything that you plan to do will eventually grow. It will take its time, but it will grow. Had I known about businessing after my first self, probably I would have just started this. Sooner or later, you would have been in the business, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, had I started it 10 years ago, by now the business would have been, I just go nowhere, somewhere great, but I don't know how big it would have become. No worries, I'm sure you're going to really do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really nice talking to Shalini. In fact, it was a great insight in the hotel management industry. So I really didn't know that so many career options are there and you know, there are so many job opportunities also that exist in this field. It was really, yeah. really nice. Yeah. In hotels, uh, especially in India, there are so many brands uh, that are coming up in India and all of them are growing, uh, not only in five-star hotels, there are so many of them I know that opening, uh, they are opening their own homestays mm-hmm. or opening hostels. Hostels are also uh, going really big in India now, like let's say Dostal. Right, like we have Hostler and the other uh, hostel. zoo hostels, exactly. rosters and all, yeah. Exactly. So these, the, all these hostels, they hire a hotel management graduate mm-hmm. directly as a as a manager to manage the entire hostel. So that's oh, the operation. Mm-hmm. They hire, uh, yeah, that's what they do. And it's a great option because you get to, uh, you know, manage the entire place just by yourself soon after mm-hmm. graduation. And, you know, you graduate at what? You graduate, you're 21 when you graduate, or 20 when you graduate, and you're getting to manage a whole place by yourself. So that's the way it often takes. Amazing. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, we'll just wrap up the episode now. It was really good connecting with you. And a great insight about the wild Himalayan soap as well. I hope the company does really well and you haggling with all these management roles. I'm sure you are a superwoman. <laughs> Thank you so much, Akansa.